This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selkie, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. I am your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we are in season two entitled Mindset Monday. So every Monday, we are coming at you with a different mindset or a way of thinking about different scenarios that we go through in life from sport to business, right? So here at the Selking Performance Group, we are all about helping teams, businesses, organizations, and individuals from the locker room to the boardroom understand the power of mindset and leadership to drive sustainable excellence. And thanks to our sponsors, Brightview Medical, based out of Atlanta, which they're still recovering from the incredible hurricane that they went through a couple weeks ago. Um, So we're praying for them and sending them our best wishes down there. Um, But we are able to deliver this content to you, uh, again, helping you understand sort of the brain science behind dominating life. That's how I like to refer to it with some of my clients, right? How do we be great at life? It all starts starts with our thoughts. It all starts in our minds. And so as a brief refresher, right, a mind Mindset is a patterned way of thinking about anything. And if we can start adopting championship mindsets or patterned ways of thinking like a champion towards every endeavor or situation that we go into, we are going to better position ourselves, our team, and our organization for success. And so today in episode five, we're going to look at the championship mindset on adversity. Because again, champions view things differently than average or normal people do in this life. And we want to equip you to approach, again, adversity the way a champion does. And when we say champion, right, that has a, as a sports connotation because we're really ingrained and endeavored in the field of athletics. Um, I'm the mental performance coach for the University of Notre Dame football program. And we work with businesses, like I said, and organizations around the country, but really using sport as a launching pad to understand these concepts in our everyday lives. And so before we go too much further, because this topic is really in alignment with what the two books that we've just released on Amazon as eBooks are all about. So again, we released two eBooks. One is called A Dream Come True, The Buzz on Greatness, and the second is called A Winner's Circle. And so it's sort of a fable or a fairy tale, not fairy tale, a fable, I guess, about this little bee named Zip who starts out with a short deck, right? And she has just this dominant mindset on the adversity that she faces. And so in book one, again, a dream come true, the buzz on greatness, we learn about how can we take a dream that we have, however lofty, and adopt the mindset principles that it takes to achieve that dream. And so again, you follow this little bee through this story and and through her encounters with other forest animals, and she really learns what it takes to be successful.
successful and to accomplish her dream. And although, again, a, a fable setting, it's really grounded in the fields of positive psychology and leadership. And there's some some key takeaways from those scientific perspectives that you can begin to integrate into your life to help you overcome that adversity. And the second is called winner's circle, right? So once we sort of get going on our dream and we really gain, gain footage, how can we start to give back to others and, and build winners, right, in every domain? And so in that book, you really learn some key takeaways that you can integrate into how you think, into how you function to, to really accomplish the goals in your life. So I want to encourage you to check those out. They are on Amazon, and there will be a link in the episode notes for you to get those. They're really cheap, $9.99, again, that you can get as eBooks. And a great start if you're just getting into this whole mindset thing, or really great refreshers for those of us that, that are reading leadership books, that are reading psychology books, that are really in-depth in, in Harvard Business Review and, and all of these sort of higher-level readings. Um, sometimes it's great to go back and look at some of these concepts that we read a lot about very in-depth um, to very basic level and sort of strip away all of the, the, the fluff, not really fluff in some of those reports, but all of the, the extras, right, and come back to just basic understandings of how we know and, and what we know about being great in this world. So please check those out. I'd love your thoughts and feedback on those. Again, check them out on Amazon and let us know your thoughts. But that really tees us up then to looking at the mindset markers on a championship mindset around adversity. So the first, right, the first reminds me of an old Billy Currington song because the first mindset marker that champions think when they face adversity is must be doing something right, okay? Because when champions encounter adversity, and instead of freaking out and saying, oh my God, why is this happening? Am I not good enough? Am I, am I not smart enough? I'm not strong enough? Are we not good enough to accomplish this? No, it's, hey, we must be doing something right. If we're starting to get a little pushback here or, or, or we're starting to, to engage in some challenges along the way, well, we must be on the right track then. And so... One way to help develop this mindset marker for you instead of sort of hit the panic mode button to this mindset of, okay, must be doing something right. Let's sort of hunker down and get into this um, is to really step back and remind yourself who you are and why you are doing what you are doing. So to give a personal example of this, when I entered graduate school, I had a heart to work in business and in football, right? So two very predominantly male-dominated spaces, right? And immediately I was told, you'll never work in football and business hasn't really dove into this quite yet. And, you know, my first thought was, well, that's where my heart is. That's what I feel like I'm being called to do. So why, why not? Right. And the more I talked about it, the more pushback I got. And so, you know what I did? I just stopped talking about it and I, and I started working on it. And so every paper, right, every project, everything that I have done or I did throughout my entire graduate study career was centered on mindset and leadership as it relates to either the business world or the football world, and specifically the college football world. And so I just realized that, hey, this is who I am. This is what I feel called to be doing. And so the pushback that I'm getting must mean that I'm on the right track. And instead of keeping all the pushback coming by talking about it, I'm just going to quiet down and do my work and start building right my my mentality and my processes and how I wanted to do my work one day in the business settings and in the football space and 
needless to say, here we are today, you know, five, seven years later, looking at and, and doing on a daily basis applications of mindset and leadership in business and in football and some other sports, you know, across the board, but predominantly those two. And so again, that first mindset marker of a champion when they face adversity is not the panic mode, is not, oh, am I doing it right or should I do it differently? It's, I must be doing something right. So thank you, Billy Currington. If you don't know that song, go check it out. It'll just, it'll, it'll put lyrics and music behind that phrase. Okay. All right. So that, that leads us then into the second mindset marker. So when, when champions encounter adversity, they recognize immediately, Hey, there's a purpose in this pain. Right there's a purpose to this pain, or there's a purpose to this struggle, and and you know they they really don't try to avoid the pain, right, and think it's a bad thing, but rather they recognize it as an opportunity to get better, to develop grit, right? Eric Thomas says in his speech, like, "Don't quit now. You're already in pain. Get a reward for it, right? Like if you've gone this far and you've done the things necessary to get you to this to this place, now." embrace the pain, right? Recognize that this is going to be a part of your story and a part of your journey. And this pain, there's purpose in it. And there's, there's a honing process in it. Okay. So again, if you're experiencing that pain, recognize that there is a purpose in it, right? Which then leads us to the third mindset marker, which is this is part of the process. Okay. Champions understand that pain, that struggle, that adversity is part of the process. And it is here that we need to hone our focus to develop the hardwired skill it takes to be successful at the neurological level. Okay. So again, when we're in pain, we're in adversity, we're in struggle. What it does is it sort of alerts all of our senses, right? It makes us more aware of everything going on around us and within us. And what we need to allow that to do in order to develop this championship mindset is not to remove ourselves from that pain or to jump out of the process, but rather to hone our focus on the necessary elements it's going to take for us to be successful. And what this does is literally build skill at the neurological level. So the book, The Talent Code, written by Daniel Coyle, is one of my favorite books. It'll be in the episode notes for you to check out. But he talks about how skill is actually developed. And when we really hone our attention onto specific elements that we're working on, it actually hypermyelinates, right? And myelination is the process that leads to talent and skill development. And, and so at the neurological level, we are going to be building skill that we need to be successful if we allow our attention and our mindset and, and our heart set to really go to that place, right? And not avoid the pain or step out of the process, but rather... Rather, again, hone your focus onto the elements necessary for you to be successful and to get better, and that is going to hardwire your skill. Again, let's use my example of me writing all of my papers, doing all of my projects on business and football, right? That was narrowing my attention and honing my skill literally at the neurological level to understand the individuals with whom I would be working and to develop processes and programs and opportunities to teach and to train these individuals to develop championship mindsets. The fourth mindset marker of a champion in terms of adversity is they view adversity as preparation for the next phase. So a lot of people, they face adversity and what do they want to do? They want to jump out. They don't want to engage in the struggle because it's scary. It's hard. And their mindset is, I can't wait to get through this adversity so I never have to think about it again. 
right? Rather, champions see that as, hey, this is going to be part of my story, right? It's this, it is this adversity that I am going through that is making me and literally molding me into the man or woman that I need to be for the next phase of whatever I'm going to be called to do, right? From a business standpoint, from a sports standpoint, from a, from a relationship standpoint, It is the adversity that we go through that literally hones us and builds us and strengthens us from the inside out to be prepared for whatever it is we have next. If we never go through adversity, if we never go through challenge, we come out, we don't don't get that strong, right? Like to do great things in this world, we've got to have a sense of strength to us from the inside out, right? And it's adversity that helps us build that. I always use the analogy, right, of a diamond. I mean, diamonds are one of the most precious stones in the world, but how do they get formed, right? At the the start, diamonds are just coal. But if they go through the process of extended pressure and heat, they turn into diamonds. Now, if we pull that coal out before it really gets forged, then it's, and it's a cheap diamond, right? And, and it's not, it's not as valuable. We as humans are the same thing. If we go through the process and we go through the adversities and the struggle and we really engage in that, engage in the pressure and engage in the heat of whatever it is that we're going through and we allow it to mold us at the right time when we come out, we're going to be the stone that is that is necessary for us to accomplish the next phase in our life, right? For a diamond that goes into jewelry or to, you know, equipment, uh, to, to sharpening equipment. So, You know, whatever this looks like for you, keep reminding yourself that this is making you into who you need to be for the next phase of your life. And when you look back, you can embrace that adversity that you went through and see it as part of your journey, right? Of part of your strength, of part of why you're qualified or credible to do what it is that you need to do in the next phase of your world, rather than pretending like it never happened, never looking at it again, and trying to cut it out of your life. That's an unfortunate way to live. You know, I I get that life isn't easy, business isn't easy, sport isn't easy, but we can't just jump through adversity, right? We have to engage in it. We have to let the pressure mold us, let the heat mold us, and then we have to acknowledge all that we've been through because it's in that that we gain our credibility to be doing what it is that we are doing. Finally, the fifth marker, which is not necessarily building on the first four, but a lot of times champions have pre-planned for adversity, Right. So when adversity strikes, a lot of times people that are that are in this mindset, right, of how things actually work in this world in business and sport, they're not surprised by adversity, right? Because often they have pre-planned for that adversity. And so how do we do this? This is a really critical um, element for us to understand. So there's everybody knows what feedback is, right? So we do something and we get information in a response to what it is that we do. We get feedback, right? Okay, now what adjustments? do we need to make for the next time that we encounter that that experience? Well, feed forward is something that happens at, at the brain level, right? And at the neurological level, where if we think in advance of what adversity we might face or what struggles we might encounter, 
And we plan for what are we going to think, say, or do in that moment. Then as we're going through our business cycle or we're going through our training session and we hit that wall, right? Or we run into that adversity. Now, instead of sort of bouncing off of the wall and sitting back and saying, oh no, what are we going to do? Should we quit? Should we divert? Should we develop another business strategy? Should we do a different type of training? No, instead of doing that and sort of losing precious time, right? The the worlds that we're functioning in happen fast. We're in a fast-paced environment. And so we have to be prepared for that. And instead of allowing adversity to set us back or to derail us, rather if we if we develop these, you know, I'd like to call them ADPs, adversity domination plans, now as soon as we hit that adversity, the plan is already engaged. We've got a blueprint in our mind, and so our mind literally subconsciously sets that plan into action which allows us to to fight back immediately, to break through that adversity and keep engaging through the process. And so, you know, a way to develop a better championship mindset on adversity is to literally pre-plan for it. Develop these ADPs, these adversity domination plans for yourself, for your team, for your organization, so that when these when these adversities strike, we're ready for them. I think, you know, this is an extreme example, but I had the opportunity to listen to Mayor Rudy Giuliani former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Jesus, sorry, I'm stuttering a little bit. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani from New York City speak at Coach Holtz's Hall of Fame event a couple years ago um, in, in Ohio. And, you know, he said when he was mayor in New York, they planned for everything. They they planned um, for air attacks. They planned for tunnel attacks. They planned for um, mail attacks. And, and he had his men, all of men and women, all of the units in New York City, they went through rigorous training and they had blueprints of every building, all the streets, and, and they were they were ready for anything except perhaps airplanes going into the Twin Towers, because that was just so unfathomable, right? And so this is how adversity works a lot of times. We can think through as many options as we can think through, right? And at the end of the day, something still might come out of the air, literally, and and surprise attack us, something that we weren't specifically ready for. But Here's what he also said. He said it was the rigorous training that we had done years and months and days leading up to 9-11 that prepared us to respond in the ways that we did. Right, because again, we had a blueprint for every building. We knew where every escape door was. We knew where every underground tunnel was. And that was that allowed us to save hundreds of people, right? Even though, you know, it was horrific the amount of amount of lives that were lost. But the 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 additional catastrophe that they were able to mitigate and minimize because of that planning was huge for them. And so this was an example of feed forward plans. If X happens, we are going to do Y. If Z happens, we are going to do B, right? They had contingency plans and adversity plans for everything. And so even when something might come at us that we haven't specifically planned for, because we have gone through this planning process, we are going to be better positioned to deal with that, to fight back and to immediately respond, which is exactly what Rudy Giuliani and his team were able to do on that day. 
that was quite dramatic. I wasn't really intending to go there, but you know, 9/11 is a, is a recent day in our history currently, and so you know, I, that's been on my heart and mind, and I just wanted to be able to use that because I think that you know, in our own lives, I think sometimes we feel like we get these air attacks, right? We get these sneak attacks. Where did that even come from? What does this mean? How is this happening? Um, but if we are intentional about knowing who we are, about knowing what resources we have at our disposable, at our disposal, and we we have the right people in place to enact those plans when things happen we are we position ourselves to dominate even when adversity strikes and america came out stronger on that day and and just like and just like that we can do that in our own lives and so again a recap of the five mindset markers right and mindset and markers are just these triggers right or indications of things that may come so when we have these markers built into our mind we would say hey that's a championship mindset so the five markers on a championship mindset around adversity are first, you know, it's that mentality that, hey, we must be doing something right because we're facing a little pushback. We've got a little bit of challenge. So so people or things might might be after us or on us, and, and that's all right. The second is there is purpose to this pain or this struggle, and I understand that, and I'm going to engage in it because the third marker is that adversity, pain is part of the process. And if I am able to stay in that process, I know that it leads me to the next marker, right? Which this is preparation for the next phase of whatever it is that I'm going to be asked to do on my team, in my business, in my family. And then finally, this pre-planning around adversity is another marker that marks a mindset of champions, right? We pre-plan for the challenges that we're going to face in our marriages, in our in our communities, in our businesses, in our teams, right? And when we pre-plan for those things, when those adversities strike, we are equipped to respond immediately and to continue fighting for what it is that we're after in our mission, uh, in our purpose, in our in our vision that we're after. That leads us then. I'm going to leave you with some championship mindset training, right? So some mindset training that you can do to build a championship mindset around adversity. And as you might have guessed, right, I want you to identify what are some potential adversities that you might face individually or in your team or in your organization, and then build a feed forward plan, right? Or this adversity domination plan that you are going to enact when that happens. And again, these plans are very simple. What what am I going to think? What am I going to say? And what am I going to do when this happens? So every scenario or every adversity that you identify that you might encounter, I want you to develop this ADP. A very simple, when this happens, what am I going to think? What am I going to say to myself? And what am I going to do? And so again, that's building at the neurological level a blueprint for when that thing happens that will immediately set that plan into motion so that you can better navigate the adversity that you are encountering. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to thank you so much for being with us today on episode five of Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast where we are in season two of Mindset Mondays. And today, again, we looked at the championship mindset on adversity. If you'd like some more information or like to read more articles or listen to more podcasts, all of that is available on our website, which is www.sulkingperformance.com. And I encourage you to, to look us up on Twitter, follow us there. We, we have a lot of social media posts and you can follow, follow us there at, at Dr. Selking. Uh, additionally, we are on Instagram, 
where we post um, pictures and quotes and a lot of elements to just keep co- to continue building your your championship mindset. So check us out on Instagram. And then also, please do me a huge favor. If you could rate and review our podcast on iTunes, that would really mean the world to us. It's really helpful um, in in terms of promoting the podcast itself, which helps us to continue delivering great content to you for free. So if you could do that, that would be great. Share it with your friends, with your colleagues. Um, and then if there, is a, if there is ever any way that I can help your team or your organization by coming to speak to you about what it would mean to, and look like to build championship mindsets in your organization, please reach out to me directly. My email is amber at selkingperformance.com. And I would love to chat um, about how we could either, again, have a keynote address to, to your team or your organization, or come in and do a half or full day training session around you know what it is that, that your business is, is after and how can we build the mindsets that can help us achieve that from the individual and organizational perspective. Thank you so much for joining us on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset. This episode of Building Championship Mindsets is brought to you by Brightview Medical. Brightview Medical has a unique approach to healthcare. Providing patient-centered, personalized care, they provide support from start to finish that makes you feel like family. With their timely and accurate lab results and image results, Brightview provides a peace of mind unlike any other. If you don't know what you're doing or you feel a little scared about the process, it's okay. Brightview provides a personalized care and support throughout the entire process. They've created this advantage by having an expansive in-house team of physicians, nurses, therapists, and technicians. Unlike a traditional insurance model, They start with a full body scan using this new GE Revolution CT scanner. And probably one of the best things about this entire process is it takes less than a total of nine minutes. Brightview Medical, better imaging, brighter diagnosis, brighter future.